We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat, Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT. Jimmy Rosari with uh, Vince D'Addario and the lovely and talented Brian Driscoll joining us from irishbreakdown.com to uh, talk about the Fiesta Bowl. It's here! It's finally here! <laughs> game week, baby! It's, finally! We, we finally got back to game week! So, hi, Brian. Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> It, it, it's uh, it's a juggling act today. I, I, I will say see. that it's a juggling act. I can act. see that. Uh, but like I said, it's uh, we we got to a game week. We got to what is probably a preview of what's going to be normal next year as far as game weeks go. I think is that uh, is that safe to say? In regards to what? Exactly? Just anything, really. <laughs> <laughs> Just, well, bowl games are weird, though, because you've got, yeah. you know, arrivals and That's you've true. got, you know, at they're, they're practicing at local high schools. And, and they're all often kinds of not on Saturdays. That's, That's what a, I kind of like yeah. about this one. That's a good point. Because we can kind of set our schedule to like a normal bowl game and not like a Tuesday afternoon game like we're covering today. Yeah. Those are miserable. Yeah, that's a really good point. Those are no fun. Air Force yeah. and Louisville, by the way, 28-14 Air Force in the third, in the resp- first yeah, responder real, bowl. Real, real strong performance by Louisville there. Woo! <laughs> yeah, that's, wow. So, yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. But uh, Well, it's it's only because they don't care to be there. That's why every Power 5 team loses, right? That's why yes. the SEC's 0-3. It's right. yeah. just because yeah. they don't want to be there. That's the only reason. They don't that's care. The, yeah. Uh-huh. They don't care. Right, but no, um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's funny. It, like, there's there's been a lot that's happened around here uh, since the last game, but uh, you know, finally we're 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 at a game week, and of course, since it is game week, that means changes to the offensive line. Why not? <laughs> that's right. Uh, Josh right. Lug getting hurt, unfortunately, uh, during practice, but pretty good replacement in in Blake Fisher filling in. So. 
Notre Dame basketball is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Notre Dame tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all Notre Dame tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their Irish tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. The Irish have an exciting veteran group infused with young talent that should take them deep into March. I can't wait to get out and watch the Irish play in person at Purcell Pavilion, and so can you with TickPick. Visit TickPick.com Irish today to save $10 on your first order of Notre Dame tickets. Again, that's TickPick.com slash Irish, and you'll receive $10 off your first order of Notre Dame tickets. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, you know, the interesting thing about Blake is there's just so much uncertainty of what are we going to get from him, right? Like, he was really outstanding in the spring, and obviously he was, you know, we had people on our show that had been at practices in the fall that said he was their best offensive lineman. And I thought he played well in the first half against Florida State, but, you know, here we are four months later, basically. He really didn't come back into action until right during the the bowl prep started. So he gets 15 practices. It's kind of like a spring game for him. You know, you get 15 practices to get ready to play one game. Well, then you throw in the fact that he's playing right tackle and not left tackle where he you know, began the beginning of bowl practices. And, you know, we don't know what's his conditioning level going to be like. Can it be as good in the fourth quarter as in the first quarter? You know, do they need to kind of have somebody to, to rotate in with him to give him a series off here now and then? You know, is he going to be able to play right-handed? There's just so much uncertainty to it. But, but if he's able to play on Saturday the way he did in the spring and early in fall camp, it's going to sound weird, but I actually feel better about the offensive line then than I did before because he's such a good pass protector and Joe Alt is their best pass protector so far mm-hmm. that you almost feel like maybe they're better prepared to handle the pass rush of Oklahoma State than they were maybe before. I think it's a really good move that uh, they're not moving Joe Alt around. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. like uh, Just just so that we're, we're not having to do that, you know, like, three days before the bowl game quite honestly and you know so that maybe he can be the left tackle next year even Mm -hmm. just give him that consistency too 
Yeah, I mean, and I, I loved what he said about, look, we wanted to shake up things as little as possible. And, and I think when you have a more veteran team, you can shake up more. Like last year, I felt right. that they should have moved Robert Hainsey inside to center when Zeke Carell went down and put Josh Lugg at tackle and moved all that around. But that was because they had a very veteran line. They could have handled it. When you have a – you know, even Kane Madden, who's a six-year player, it's still year one at Notre Dame. He just kind of finally started playing decent football – you know, Andrew Kristoffik's really only started for half a year. There's a lot of inexperience other than Jarrett Patterson. So make it easier for everybody else and just you know make make Blake be the one to have to make the change as opposed to Joe Walt having to learn right-handed. And you have questions about Blake's conditioning. And then you know they've got to learn to communicate on both sides of the line with somebody new. Now it's just Joe and Kane are really the only – or excuse me, Blake and Kane are really the only two affected now. So, Brian, we finally got, uh, speaking of the depth chart, we finally got a depth chart that's different uh, throughout the, the the season. They tend to not really update the depth chart as you go along. Uh, so we got a different one. We got an updated one. Outside of the right tackle situation, what jumps out at you uh, from the new depth chart that was just released? Well, it was nice to see guys listed at the positions they've actually been playing the last six weeks. That was that was always nice. But, you know, in all seriousness, a name to keep an eye on is Jaden Thomas. He made his first appearance on the depth chart. And I've talked to a couple sources that said Jaden has been really good in, in practices leading up to the bowl game. So, you know, he's a guy that, that people said because, look, he's been forced. He was injured for a lot of the year then injuries kind of opened up opportunities for him to get more reps. And I've told that, you know, I don't know if it's going to mean reps in the game, but it's certainly going to give him an opportunity in the spring to kind of go make some noise. And then another guy on the other side of the ball is, you know, we get a chance to see Ryan Barnes in the two deep. And I'm curious, you know, did he do enough during the bowl prep to sort of force himself into some snaps on Saturday? So I think I always kind of at this time of year, when I look at the depth chart like that, Vince, it's the guys we haven't seen yet are the ones that intrigue me. And this instance is no different. Budweiser's weekday sports beat on Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT. Uh, another big change, of course, coming at running back, Kyron Williams, understandably, opting out of the game uh, and uh, foregoing the rest of his eligibility to get ready for the NFL draft. And, you know, good luck to him. So who gets uh, who gets the snaps there? Well, I think we'll see three guys playing. I think we'll see Logan Diggs. I think we'll see Audric Estime. And I think we'll see, obviously, Chris Tyree, who's listed as a starter. I think all three of them are going to get a chance to play. I think all three of them are going to get a chance to kind of prove themselves. And I and I think that we're going to see them try to take a look, you know, try to attack this Oklahoma State defense with, you know, just, hey, look, we're, we're missing our guy, so let's throw some stuff at them maybe they haven't seen before because we have players that are in position to – to, to have different skill sets so you can use them differently. And I think that's always that's always a plus if you do it correctly. What you don't want to do is you don't want to say, okay, Logan, now you have to do what Kyron did. Or Curse Tyree, you have to do what Kyron did. Or whatever the case may be. It's, hey, here's what you do, and we're going to build around that. And you know, I think the production will be fine, Jim. I'm not worried about the production. I think the bigger question for me is who replaces his leadership? Who replaces the energy he brought? That that And also the big thing for me is, when a play needed to be made, you always kind of felt like Kyron was going to be there to make it, or at least be somehow, whether even if it was just picking up a blitz that on a ball you were throwing to Michael Mayer, he was going to step up and do something to make it work. I think that's what we're going to have to see from these, these other players is the talent's there, but can they step up and, and make money plays? Speaking of the talent on the depth chart, Brian, uh, I just went through it, and there's 13 true freshmen on the depth chart, 10 on offense, 3 on defense. Now that's a young team. 
Yeah, let's get, there you go. Thank you. I, that, you basically took the question right out of my mouth. Is that more of a, that's just where the talent is? Is it because of lack of recruiting in the past? Like, what do you attribute the fact that there is actually 13 true freshmen on the 2D? I think it's a little bit of everything, Vince. I think it's something different at every position. I don't think Prince Colley's necessarily listed as the backup Will linebacker if Maris Lewifow doesn't get hurt. You know, I don't think Jaden sure. Thomas is listed as a backup receiver if you don't lose Joe Wilkins and Lawrence Keyes and Avery Davis for different reasons. And so I think that's a lot of it. I think a lot of it is that. There's also some other instances where, you know, like Will Schweitzer is now as the third the third Viper because you've had to play uh, Jordan Patel at Rover because you had injuries to Paul Mall. I think a lot of it is just injury-related. And I think the other part of it is just there's just some talented players that, you know, have a chance to play. We were going to have a starting left tackle this year as a freshman. No no one would – if I'd have told you, hey, there's going to be a, a true freshman All-American at left tackle this year, you'd have been like, yeah, of course, no duh. And But we'd have thought it would be Blake Fisher, not Joe Ole. Right, you know? and, exactly. And, and so, that, you know, but that, again, it was a, it was an injury forced a freshman into a spot where a freshman was already going to play, and now you've got Blake Fisher in the starting lineup because of an injury. So I think that's a lot of it. I think it's just, it's just guys going down and – True freshman needing to step up and make plays. We uh, we finally found out who's going to be calling plays on the defensive side, and it's going to be Mike Elston, which shouldn't really be too much of a surprise. My question is: Is this basically the precursor? Do we have to you know get used to this? Well, I think it depends on how the game goes on Saturday. I, I I'm I'm from talking to my sources. Marcus Freeman is absolutely. Uh, entertaining other candidates and his there's some coaches out there that he likes a lot that he thinks would be great fits at Notre Dame in regards to carrying on the the type of defensive philosophy he likes not necessarily the same alignment and the same calls but just the same philosophy there's some guys that he has interest in but you know I talked to a source yesterday that said that you know Mike Elson is a much more legitimate candidate than maybe some believed early on and I think that what we see on Saturday could very well be uh, I don't know if it's intended to be an interview, but it doesn't mean that Mike Elson may not try to turn it into one. Meaning, you know, let's go out there, let's handle our business, let's dominate on defense, and then, you know, I can kind of walk into the office on Monday and say, hey, how about that defense on right. Saturday, you know, and and maybe we can keep this thing going. And so I certainly think it'll help, but at the end of the day, you have to you have to look at this from more of a big picture, long term type of uh, decision making mode. Whether that that could mean Mike Elson, it could mean someone else. I'm not saying that that means no to Mike Elson. I just think that whatever happens on Saturday, whether the game goes really well or doesn't go well, you really need to be open to what's best for this program long term, uh, and not just the immediate. And and I think that'll be ultimately what where that decision comes down to. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
If they don't go with Elston as the defensive coordinator, who are some of those names that are getting bandied about? Well, the thing I love about Twitter is now there's all these random accounts that just take information from everyone, <laughs> just throw the most random names on the board. Uh, yeah, with, they're with, called with bots. Capital letters, sources. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like, they're, they're yeah, called bots. Exactly. They're called exactly. bots. Yeah, your source was a message board, most likely. <laughs> exactly. Like, to say that's where you got it from. Like, hey, I was reading Brian Driscoll or Tom Loy today, and this is what right. they said, you know? Right. Uh, you know, I've heard some names, honestly. There's there's so many names that I just feel like there's really not a, a small can a small window, but I'll give you a couple names of guys that I've heard consistently, like guys that I've heard from a number of sources. One is we saw today, uh, and that is Doug Belk, who's the defensive coordinator at Houston. You saw them have a very strong performance today. Uh, considered a really strong up-and-coming young coach, a lot like Marcus Freeman. I think he's like in his mid to late 30s. Uh, Houston won on deep one with defense this year. It's been such yeah. a weird year. Some of these teams in the Southwest have always been known as offensive teams, like Oklahoma State. Now Houston winning with with defense. He's a name to keep an eye on. John Heacock, who's got a ton of Ohio State uh, link, you know, connections, of course, and was I believe on staff at Ohio State when Marcus Freeman was a player. You know, he's the guy that's done a great job building a defense at Iowa State. Those are two names that I've heard a lot mentioned around, but I. I think there's a lot of other candidates on the board because I don't think Coach Freeman has really started to, to hone in on like a guy or two like we saw with the offensive line. I think there's still legitimate candidates, and I think he did want to see you know, what the current staff does together as they lead up into this, into this bowl game. How much of the key ring does Tommy Reese have? Oh, gosh, he's kind of taken that thing and run off with it, I think. You know, I think this is going to be his office. Like, yeah, mine! You know, I think that's kind of what he's done. Uh, and, and, look, and I think it's going to be a good learning experience for Tommy. I think it's going to be good for him to kind of get the keys to the Ferrari, so to speak, all by himself. And you've kind of taken the training wheels off a little bit. I'm throwing all these metaphors, different metaphors that may not make sense together. But, you know, and he's going to have to go show that you can do it all without that head coach guidance, and or at least the same kind of head coach guidance. And then you've got a whole offseason to kind of think about, okay, what did I like about it? What would I have done differently? Now that I've had the game in the rearview mirror, and and uh, and I think that's a benefit to the timing of it, as opposed to you've got to get another game, you've got to just focus on and get ready for in another week. I think this will give him a chance to kind of really evaluate, and that's always the hardest thing with young coaches, especially really smart young coaches. And I was a young coach once. I don't know if I was necessarily a smart young coach. I think I was, but I thought I was at least. But you're you you have to be willing to fight against the urge that you know you're always right, and you have to be willing to kind of maybe do a little more self-evaluation than young coaches are used to doing. And I think when if Coach Reese is able to do that, he's going to learn a lot from this year and, and say, hey, we did some really good things, but there's a couple things that we could just tinker a little bit, but we got a chance to do something really, really special next year. Brian, if, if there's – and I know that there's more than one thing, but since this is the last time we're going to talk to you on this platform going into the game, what's one thing that you're going to be looking for in the Fiesta Bowl? I want to see I want to see the offense be aggressive and attack. You know, and when when we've seen Notre Dame play really good defenses in the past, they've played real conservative, you know, don't make mistakes, you know, don't put your own defense in a bad spot. Let's just try to, you know, play field position. You know that let's win a 17 to 13 game kind of right. thing. I want to see them say, hey, yeah, you got the number three defense in the country. I don't care. We're Notre Dame. We're coming at you. That doesn't mean being undisciplined or or being reckless or running 18 reverses. It just means be aggressive. You take you take the – look, the definition of it is offense. Go on the offensive, right? Yep. That's the whole point of it. I want to see that because that's not just a game plan thing, but that's a mentality thing. 
that more than anything will show me that Tommy Reese is ready to take this offense into the modern era. All right. Brian Driscoll from irishbreakdown.com. Uh, everything that you need as far as a preview guide for the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, what are some of those things that you've got? What are what are some of the highlights? Well, we obviously have the uh, let me try this word again, statistical matchups <laughs> between Notre Dame and Oklahoma State. Uh, so obviously we'll we'll have a lot of that, and then Vince and I are going to kind of talk about some of the players that really need to step up in this game. And we've got a big announcement coming up here soon Ooh. in the next two days. We actually made a brand new hired Irish breakdown of a full time recruiting reporter. So we are actually two recruiting reporters. So we're very excited about that. We're going to announce that here, uh, I believe, on Thursday also. So right. we've got a lot going on we're, we're we had a great year and this 2021 has been phenomenal and we're gonna we're gonna make this thing bigger and better and give people even more content than they had before but uh, obviously the immediate focus is on this very interesting matchup between Notre Dame and Oklahoma State This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.